0: Listener supported, WNYC Studios.
1: From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is SoundCheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The chamber pop duo, known as Gracie and Rachel, have always had a kind of yin and yang quality to them. Gracie Coates, the pop songwriter at the piano, Rachel Ruggles, the classically trained violinist, Gracie dressed all in white, Rachel usually all in black. Well, now there's another element to that duality. Rachel still lives in Brooklyn, where the duo made its reputation, but Gracie has moved to upstate New York. Rather than signaling an end, though, Gracie's move has spawned a new collection of songs called Nowhere, Now Here. And that brings Gracie and Rachel back to our studio, and they're going to start us off by playing their song called Middle Ground.
0: seem to need it all, or when we find that middle ground, the kind of doesn't feel too loud, when the one that still makes a sound, that thing that turns your love around, or when we find
1: Middle Ground, live performance here in the studio by Gracie and Rachel with Gracie at the keyboard and singing, uh, Rachel singing, playing some violin, also some electronics at Evoked behind our drum kit here in the studio, and you'll find Middle Ground on Gracie and Rachel's latest EP called Nowhere Now Here, and uh, it's great, Gracie and Rachel, to have you back. It's been, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been
2: a hot minute, yeah.
1: The, like the last time the two of you were here, you were kind of just launching yourselves mm-hmm, a, yeah. as a duo, and it was genuinely piano and violin. Mm-hmm, Obviously, mm-hmm. now the sound has, has shifted a bit. It's a lot more produced and electronic, mm-hmm. and, uh, but, but it's also different somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- does it feel different to you?
2: It does. Mm-hmm. We didn't completely fire the piano and the violin, but <laughs> we have evolved to you know, include Rachel kind of became a producer since we saw you last, mm-hmm. and that's been really nice for the band. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, when you say producer, you mean like so building, uh, building, you beats know, beats and, and things and,
2: and yeah. loops and playing yeah. like different instruments and yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of went into her room during the pandemic and came out, and there was a lot of new stuff oh. happening.
1: Right, <laughs> and uh, not dressed all in black these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's evolved too. Yeah, this <laughs> is
2: a
3: big. We, we still a have a big, broken, a big reveal, we a broken <laughs> into color, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Very much neutrals over yeah. here.
1: Well, but, but actually, uh, the video to the song you're going to play later called Call Away, the two of you are very much in color. You're
2: and right. True. Wow, you're good, John. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> yeah, there's a dash of orange in there.
1: Yeah. Um, there are many ways in which people have described Gracie and Rachel over the years, For me, the most winning description is the one on your Instagram page. (laughs) Piano violin duo with boundary issues.
2: (laughs) 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 There you go. That's pretty much it. That's the genre. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So I- explain boundary issues and is does this have anything to do, Gracie, with you absconding to upstate New York?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, means, Gracie, tell me. Yeah, <laughs> does that have <laughs> anything <laughs> to do with you? <laughs> that was a really firm boundary. It was like we need to now be two hours apart. We were two seconds apart for 10 years, you know, in our loft. So two hours felt like a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the boundaries when we lived together for so long and worked together and created all this... Music that we've created, we couldn't see boundary. I mean, it was all. I think they were non-existent. They were blurry. Yeah, they were blurry, and that was beautiful for many reasons, you know. But Mm -hmm. but you know, it just required a little bit of recognizing what that looked like. You're my work partner, my work wife. We're friends. We're roommates, and and how can we kind of figure out how to make this music in a different way? Yeah. So.
1: So so the record nowhere now here. Uh, you know, it's interesting that it's the same set of letters, just put the space in there and you get a totally different meaning. It's interesting how it presents Rachel as a breakup record. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. you know, if if you didn't know what the backstory was, you would think this was the end of like a love affair, which in a sense, you know. you're John,
3: you're not the only one to... Uh Bring that to our attention. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We haven't discussed that between the two of us. (laughs) Um, uh, But no, I kind of see it more as a celebration of independence um, and uh, honoring something that was, and also recognizing um, and honoring (laughs) that there can be a different future.
1: Well, you know, there's there's a, a line in, again, in the song, Call Away, where it's, you know, when it changes, we're going to change with it. And when we change with it, we don't have to change it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it, it seems like there's a kind of statement of intent in, mm-hmm. in those lyrics.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, the concept of, of nowhere now here, it's like when you're about to do something brand new and you don't know what it looks like, it's really scary and it feels like you're going nowhere. And what we were trying to figure out was okay if we do this new thing where we don't live and work and breathe every second together but we still want to make, you know, music together near and afar. Maybe that means we're now here and we're yes, we're breaking into two but we are also grounded still in that and it doesn't have to mean that we're nowhere together. Right.
1: So uh, a lot of the lyrics um almost read like, you know, diary entries like, you know, conversations, arguments, discussions, mm-hmm you know, how how much of this was almost like journaling and, and how much of it is sort of a fictionalized version of what, what you were doing?
2: A lot of
3: journaling. A lot of journaling. Mm. Um, still in journal therapy. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, even for a song like Call Away, I think I had been playing at the piano and then I just, I don't know, I sent you like a voice note or something of like, yeah. I don't know we were having a, a moment. Gracie was upstate. I was in Bushwick, and
2: she just sent me this really sad voice note that was I, all I could hear was, "I'm a callaway." And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But I told you I was just a callaway. Yeah, and um, that helped.
3: And I wanted, yeah, I think we were, I don't know, struggling with this the new, yeah of what it's a bit of an identity crisis, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, nine years together in one space, it sort of became like, I feel like the loft in Bushwick was like this personified. Soul of Gracie and Rachel hmm. you know uh, and so when you take that away what then is Gracie and Rachel um, so yeah. I think there was a lot of trying you know trying to reckon with that and it's still it's still here
1: yeah Yeah. Uh, but now there's Rachel a- apart from Gracie and exactly Raker. and now there's Gracie and Gra- yeah <laughs> nice we have individual
2: personalities <laughs> we can walk on our own yeah <laughs> while still together
1: um Interestingly, the song you're going to do next is not from nowhere now here, but from from the last record, uh, Hello Weakness, You Make Me Strong. Mm -hmm. And the emotional tenor of this song, Mm -hmm. Gracie, seems to be almost as if you were like looking ahead down the road that would lead to the current EP.
2: Yeah. What did you call it? The overture? Yeah, our overture. Yeah, it does feel that way. It felt like a little bit of Hello Weakness, You Make Me Strong was the Than not knowing just yet how to take that leap but knowing it was out there um and we also just didn't want our second record to feel left out of the session (laughs) it tells the other songs
1: well let's uh let's hear this live performance of a song called sidelines uh it's music from gracie and rachel live here in the studio
0: Just watching
1: Guidelines is the name of the song from Gracie and Rachel, another live performance here in the studio. Tomorrow, Gracie and Rachel are performing live here in New York at Public Records in Brooklyn, uh, supporting the new EP called Nowhere, Now Here. Gracie, when did you move? Why are you asking, Rachel? Don't you know when? you Yeah, went? I mean,
2: we're we're individuals and everything, but we still don't really know how to answer without the other person. Um, <laughs> no, that's pa- like pandemic times in, the, in the was, heart, it, kind of in the heart of that. Yeah, yeah, shut down world.
1: And um, hello, weakness was done before, Pandemic th- right in that time. Yeah, you know,
2: made in the year and a half leading up to that.
1: Right. But so I, I'm I'm just wondering what the The separation it's only a couple of hours but you know um, and certainly lots of other people have made records separated by more than just a couple of Mm -hmm. hours drive but I'm wondering what this has done to your workflow you know in putting this EP together Mm -hmm. how different was that process
2: yeah no thank you for asking I think that it was a fun challenge and it was it was a lot of voice notes back and forth and it was a lot of uh, mumble-jumble from Rachel and then me going I think that's what she's saying and then sending it back and her saying that's not really what I meant or that's what I meant you know like it was a lot of us getting to fill in puzzle pieces in a way that was a unique way for us to write I mean we had to kind of recently teach ourselves how to play these songs because they were written in such fragmented ways not just one of us sitting down and sending it to the other person it was kind of a a volley for Mm -hmm. sure
1: and did that feel I mean do you feel like you arrived at a different kind of song because of the different way in which these were made?
3: I definitely think so. Um I feel like there was just um at least on on my side of things like just a bit more um space to explore different instruments and sounds and ideas um not that I don't think that you gave that to me before. Mm-hmm. That's not really what I'm suggesting. Uh, sure. <laughs> just, you know, when, when you're alone in the, in the apartment. That's, you, fine. I, That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm fine. We'll talk about <laughs> that, <fine>. that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about
1: that later. And right? write a song Made about it a song the day it. after, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. It feels very clear that this record sounds different from other works of ours, and I think a lot of that has to do with um, just, oh, like, PC. searching for new things. In mm-hmm. a in a new environment,
0: yeah.
1: It, the the sound seems to lean into a kind of soulful neo R and B mm-hmm. kind of place.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Rachel starting within kind of beat making world, that's where you're feeling a lot of those rhythms and right. things. So, you know, we didn't used to do that. A lot of it would be I'd have a piano song and I'd say, write your violin parts. You know, that's how it would, you know, or vice versa. But it's been a cool thing to start just from different angles.
1: Yeah. Now, we've we've already mentioned the song Call Away a couple of times, and, and you know, for me, it really is kind of the central mm-hmm. s- song on the, the EP in many ways, mm-hmm. uh, including the fact that, uh, I don't know how you're going to do it here, but on, on the EP, we actually hear a couple of yeah. recorded phone conversations yeah. between mm-hmm. the two of you.
2: You might get a phone involved in this performance.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I mean, ever since the end of I Am The Walrus. I've always been a big fan of sort of intrusions of spoken yeah. word into songs. Yeah. Uh, what was that? What was the process of putting this song together like?
2: Yeah. Well, I tapped Gracie's phone. <laughs> I tapped my phone. She's been spying on me the whole time, so we don't really have any boundaries still. <laughs> um, we actually just started to, because we realized that this was written back and forth to each other as like reminding each other of when it's hard or it's confusing that we're just a call away, we decided to call each other and just record the I think we did it on like a like a MacBook you know recording it was just mm-hmm. kind of whatever and then started chopping it up and realizing that could be a fun thing to to put in there and we decided we'd just truly sit down and you know enjoy a conversation
3: that song I like that song also just because it starts um, it starts off with the f- sensation of hearing the song through a phone
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, so I think there's just like a sense of nostalgia in this song of like uh, oh, this reminds me of this person, or oh, I'm hearing that and I want to pick up the phone and call Gracie, and I don't know. I think there's like there's something in there that feels uh, very it's very special there, there <laughs> to our is, relationship. <laughs> uh,
1: there is definitely something, uh, and it's it's kind of even hard uh, now that you mention it, it's kind of hard to put into words, but the sound of a voice that has been recorded that you know wasn't just like a person in a room but mm-hmm. is being delivered to you from a device from afar. It's, it's almost like the distant train whistle. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just mm-hmm. something really evocative about the sound before you even listen to what the words are. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: Definitely.
3: So Good. I'm glad to hear and that. And when I chuckled on some of those phone calls. That's like,
2: I didn't know that was going to be a permanent sound (laughs) on a record, (laughs) you know? I could have done a better laugh. You're thinking it would be really cool if during the release show tomorrow, if we had everybody in the audience, like, call their best friend and have them only on speakerphone during the interludes, but then we were like, that's a horrible idea, (laughs) because everybody will be talking to their (laughs) friends during our set, and we do not like it when people speak during the set, so we're nixing that idea, but you know, we're coming up with different creative ways to perform this and kind of figure out what it looks like. I think we have options. All right. Yes. Well,
1: I am very eager to see what you've come up with for us Thank today. Uh, the song is called Call Away. It's from the new EP by Gracie and Rachel called Nowhere Now Here. But here is a live performance.
3: I didn't
0: hear anything that you said well i'll just say
1: it again i love that that's how the song ends both on the record and in the live performance (laughs) call away uh you know it has such a wonderful kind of message you think it's the end but we're just starting over and then there's like this typical kind of missed communication just at the end of it there (laughs) just you know it's one yeah Really nicely done. Gracie and Rachel live here in the studio. And again, playing live tomorrow at Public Records. Uh, And once again, Addie Vogt joining them behind the drum kit here. Um, The album's called Nowhere Now Here, and it ends with a song called Our Last Night, which also has a video that is kind of, it's almost a literal interpretation of the lyrics of uh, presumably Gracie and Rachel, your last night as roommates. Mm -hmm. Um, Is what we watch in that video, I mean, is that actually kind of how you spent your final night in in Brooklyn, Gracie?
2: Yeah, isn't that sad? It
1: it is such a sad song. (laughs) I mean, it just... Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: Rachel made this slideshow of photos of us, um, and she made a video, like an 11-minute video of memories and I got all these Polaroids from our past, and we sat down and we just like we wept. Mm-hmm. And it was. I, uh, I actually didn't. Uh, yeah, weep. you're right. She didn't. I did. But I <laughs> cried for the both of us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a uh, you know. And then we got into like an argument. And it was it's just an imperfect night. And what we wrote about was like it's okay, because we're not perfect. So it was kind of an accurate ending. And we yeah. we, we hugged it out, and it was beautiful. It was catharsis, and so we made a video compilation of, of that actual slideshow.
1: And and the last shot of the video is the you, camera pulls back and you see the two of you from behind watching it and the cat just like perfectly walks out of the shot. It was just no. like, so who got the cat? Where's, where is the cat now?
2: I got the cat. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, we're, we're going to wrap up with just a little bit of the song, uh, Our Last Night, from the record called Nowhere, Now Here by Gracie and Rachel. And Gracie, Rachel, great to see you again. Uh, it's, so good
2: to see you, John. It's a great
1: new start to the, to the duo and look forward to see what comes next.
3: Thank you, Thank you so much.
1: And uh, Eric Weber shot video of Gracie and Rachel's performances for us today. You can find those on the New Sounds YouTube channel or right here at newsounds.org. Irene Trudell is our technical director. We had production help from Laura Boyman. I'm John Schaefer. See you next time.
0: Oh, I found the Polaroids. You made the slideshow. I said. You never know. And I kept on crying. And you kept on trying. You kept on saying, This is a celebration on our last night.